Positivity. Love. Good evening, good evening, good evening, fly people. This is your girl, Shay Dawn, and thank you and welcome uh, to another episode of Fly Conversations with Shay Dawn. We appreciate you taking the time to join us tonight um, and to just, you know, just vibe out with us and have a conversation with us. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, so tonight um, I have two of my homegirls on with me. Y'all remember uh, Big Mish, <laughs> Ramisha, from the um, abortion conversation. Misha, say what's up to the people. Hello, everyone that is listening this evening. That's my girl, Mish. And then I brought on my other homegirl, my sister from another mister over here, um, Miss Deirdre. <laughs> Miss Deirdre, please say hi to the people. Hello, 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 everyone. How is everyone doing tonight? Oh, y'all see, y'all hear it in her throat. She ready. She ready, baby. She got some stuff to talk about. So, listen. Um, hey, let's just get it cracking. And y'all know how we'd like to do it over here. Let's just get into the conversation. And, you know, there is nothing um, off limits. There's nothing that we will not discuss should it come up. We are This is grown folk conversation, so let me go ahead and put the disclaimer out there. If there are children sitting around, you might not want them to hear because whatever is said is said. This is for grown people. It's not for the squeamish. It's not for anybody that feels that they're extra sensitive. This is real fly talk, like we talk fly for real around these parts. So tonight we want to get into um, – Pretty much we, we want to start with relationships, um, and I'll tell you why we're starting here, because we had the relationship symposium. Um, Ramesha was on the panel, and Deidre was actually a participant, actually also a vendor um, with bringing her in, uh, stuff in from Jerk for Love. At the end of the show, Deidre, I'll let you go ahead and tell the people how to find Jerk for Love as well. Um, but, yeah, so she was there as well, and then we were doing round two here in Jacksonville, and Deidre was going to be on the platform right next to Misha. However, you know, things didn't work out the way they should have or the way that I thought that they were supposed to. So we didn't actually do the part two here. But that does not mean we still didn't have some things to say about it. So this is what we want to start with tonight. We want to start with some of the things that we're the, – the temperature, we'll put it that way, the temperature of <laughs> what's happening in the dating scene, what's happening in relationships, what's happening just around us between men and women. So, Deidre, since you're the newcomer, jumpstart us off. What do you think is, is happening? What are you, you seeing going on in relationships and with men and women? Well, okay. So, first I want to say that it's an, the age difference where I am because I have children that are young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm pretty, you know, in relationships, I'm pretty experienced. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people know that. <laughs> but what I see today is a lack of communication. Agreed. Um, I see 
Yeah. I see that, you know, we can talk to our girlfriends about what we don't like about our mate, whether, you know, it's a partner or female, male, whatever. We mm-hmm. seem to, to, you know, bring them or, or talk about things. What am I trying to say? They can discuss other things with other people about what they want their partner to be, but don't communicate it to them, the person that mm-hmm. actually can fix it. And so mm. I feel that that's the biggest problem is is that we don't communicate with each other to know what we need to fix to make this a perfect relationship. Communication. Hmm, that's interesting. Agree. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The relationship that I'm in. Yes, yeah, you do? Yes, ma'am. Mhm. Simply the reason why I said communication. Um, yeah, it's a little pause, but you go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. there's a lag somewhere. Um, no, you're right. It's a, it's a lag somewhere in the in the in what's happening. But go ahead, go ahead. We can okay. hear you though. So the reason why I said communication is because of the relationship that I'm in now. I've been dating um, someone for 18 months. We've mm-hmm. met once. We've met once. So our relationship is not on physical. Our relationship is on communicating to each other Mm. daily, all day long. He knows how I feel. I know how he feels. We have a complete understanding at this point right now um, in our relationship, but we are at a good point because we communicate and we know what to expect. There's no surprises Mm. so far. Okay. Okay. Now I will say I I do agree with that. I, I absolutely 100% agree with that. And I'll tell you, and then Misha, I'll let you jump in. I'll tell you why I agree with that because I actually had a conversation um, with a friend of mine and I see we have a caller that called in and just so any other caller knows, if you call in and you have a comment or question, you can press number one and it'll alert me that, that you have a question. So call, I'm going to get to you in just one second. Um, but I had a friend of mine actually just ask me today about, you know, relationships, and his question pretty much was, um, after betrayal has happened, do you think that um, that the the love can can be re- love and gain and, and trust can be regained? Now, of course, mm-hmm. the textbook answer and everything everybody wants you tells you absolutely you can work through it, you can fight through it. My personal opinion, I said probably not. Because us being in this human form, who we are, what we've experienced, and all the things, and especially when we start to think about, well, I've done this so much, I've, all, I've, I've done nothing to deserve this, it's really hard for you to move past that. It's hard for you to trust again. It's hard for you to not look side at that person. But what I did say, I said if the communication from the beginning, and this is just my opinion, from the beginning, if the communication is open and honest, there is no room for betrayal because even if you've done something wrong or something that you know I'm not going to like, because we're always open and honest, it's not betraying me because you to- you're communicating to me and letting me know what's happening. So that's just my opinion. Communication, absolutely, I agree, is huge. Regardless of what happened, and if you don't set that foundation that it doesn't matter what happened, we always talk about it and deal with it then, yeah, I think that's a, a recipe for disaster um, in, in relationships. Misha, I'm going to get to you in just a mm-hmm. second. Let's see what our caller has to mm-hmm. say. 
Okay. All right, callers, thank you so much for calling in. We got you live. What's up? Maybe they didn't mean to press one. Last four digits ending in 1013. Yeah, okay. I think, yeah, that's some. Um, yeah, she probably didn't I mean think, to press oh, in. I'm that sorry. was. Oh. Oh, you here? I'm sorry. I think, I think communication is great. But I have been in the same situation. Well, I'm married now, but I have been in the situation where I used to do um, online dating. And I dated uh-huh. someone, like, for uh, maybe, like, six or seven months. And we talked all day long. And we talked about everything. I liked it. Everything was uh-huh. great on the phone. But sometimes when you start doing somebody around someone every day, it's totally different. This is true. You can this, this and then once once we have talked on the phone all the time and you know what I like and I don't dislike, I feel like it's a slap in the face when you do something totally the opposite because you know everything about me and you know what I don't like and you still do it. And sometimes people can just agree on things that you say, but their actions be totally different as well. Mm-hmm. 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 That it's, is it's, Sometimes people will communicate with you and they'll say things just like how you want to say it or, or they agree with everything you said, but the essence of it is totally different of what they're saying. Oh, right. yeah. And my and thing is, is, I think, I think a lot of people don't know how to communicate. Communication seems so, it, we, we say it, it just seems like it's so easy to do. Like, oh, just communicate, just communicate. But you got to think that how, you know, we're, everyone's not raised the same. Everyone's like, you know what I'm saying, they don't, they don't know how to communicate. So when they are put in those situations, as like you said, sometimes they do just agree with things to flow with the situation because they don't really know how to say, well, I like you, I am dating you, but I'm not, you know, really attracted to you because sometimes if you are a person like I am, I have a conscience. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I I don't Mm -hmm. want to make someone feel a certain type of way. So, you know, I may not know how to communicate that to where it comes off to where they may be understanding and not get offended. So I think that's where that comes in with the communication of people. A lot of people don't know how to communicate how they really feel. They don't know how to say it, especially if it's something that could potentially hurt somebody or could potentially change the way that you view them. So that's why I think it's just so easy to go along with, you know what? Yeah, I I, yeah, I know you don't like this, but okay, I'm going to do it. But my actions tend to be different because I don't really know how to tell you that I don't want to be in a relationship. But I like you right. and I want to talk to you. So I think right. that's what it is. A lot of people don't know how to communicate. But and see, and, and oh. that and that even brings me to this point, though. So at the end of the day, is it not even just being honest with yourself? Because the way I yeah. see it, I mean, if I don't want to be in a relationship, to to continue to perpetuate that I want to be in a relationship to you to make you believe that that's what it is, or or because I don't want to hurt your feelings, that's cheating me. That's lying to me. That's making right. me uncomfortable. Because I don't that's want correct. you. And above all. I love me, and before mm-hmm. I tell you I want you, no, baby, this is not where this is going. Now, we can be friends because mm-hmm. I do enjoy the conversation. I do, you know, I enjoy your company. You, you know, we can be the best of friends, but anything more than that, I'm good. I'm good. Well, you know, and again, that's where the maturity level comes in at. You got to look at in a relationship, what is the ultimate goal? 
Are we going to be partners for life, or are we just going to be partners for a short period of time? Those expectations should be set in this. If someone mm-hmm. is, is like the young lady said that she was on Internet dating. Well, that was, I used to do Internet dating when I was in my 30s. Not gonna lie about uh-huh. it. I had a good time. I got a brand new car out of it. But the expectation. I know that's right. But here's the thing the expectations were set. You know, what do you want from me, guy? I just mm-hmm. need somebody mm-hmm. to talk to me while I'm over here in Afghanistan. I just need somebody to keep me sane while I'm over here. And my reward was a car. So, yes, it always, it, it, again, it's the maturity level that goes along with the communication. Because when you're talking to someone and you're telling them whether you're interested in just for one thing, and that's it, giving away the punani or getting it, whatever, then that set that expectation. All I need is just somebody to tighten me up. But Absolutely. if you were looking for a life partner or you're looking for someone to take out, go out, you know, to the movies or whatever. Let's set that expectation. So, therefore, nobody's feelings go further than where they should go. Now, okay, you know. So let me. I got wait. I got to mm-hmm. tell the listeners because I need them to understand um, my my shock right now because y'all don't understand. To know Deidre, you <laughs> would not expect <laughs> to hear her say. If you just need somebody to tighten you up, like I didn't even know how to take, that. I didn't yes, know how to feel about right. that. <laughs> to know her, that is not something you would expect. But, right. but I tell you what, it makes me respect her a little bit more because it's open and it's real. So I just right. need them to understand this is not the person that I would expect that to come from. Like, yeah, I, w- I would definitely. <laughs> I would definitely, you know, expect Mish to say something like that. I, right. you know, I expect that. <laughs> She's a little more reserved than I am. <laughs> right. I, that, but but it's okay. But it's okay. But let me ask you this. So how do y'all feel about that whole question some men pose of what is it you look for in a man? Oh, my oh, God. goodness. <laughs> Who has a son? I don't. First of all, who has a son? I do. I have a son. Everybody has a son. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have a son. Misha, my son, is your age. Um, So I have a son. I raised the the man along with his father. So he's a a Mm -hmm. king now. So when you ask yourself, what is I'm looking for in a man, are you looking for a son? Okay. Are you looking for a best friend, or are you looking for a protector? Are you well, looking well, for a provider? Well, not from that angle. I mean, from the angle of oh, men okay. when they meet us and they ask us, oh, you know, well, what kind or what kind of man is it that you look for? Because you know, I've had men ask me that question, and be so, so <laughs> right. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, what are your, what are you, how do y'all feel about a man asking you? You know, what, what is it that you look for in a man? Yeah, I don't like to be asked that question. I don't, I because I feel like you're putting me in a position to pick it. Like, no, show me what type of man you are. What, show me what Mm -hmm. type of man you're gonna be to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like with 
we and just and this goes back to what your um your cousin Sam said at the um uh, at the the relationship symposium. When you're dating someone, it should be carefree. It shouldn't be too many expectations when it comes to just that meeting portion of it. It needs to run freely so that way because I don't want to feel so uptight to where I'm scared to say something or because, you know, I don't want to feel like that when I first meet someone. I wanted to uh-huh. flow freely. So all the 21 questions and having a checklist and, oh, my goodness, I just feel like that puts too much pressure on someone in the beginning. We're just getting yeah, to know each other. Can I make, you You know what I'm saying? Like, can I at least get to make sure, like, you like chicken first before I expect you to tell me your whole life goals and, you know, you know, and don't get me wrong. Some people that are older, they would view this differently because they may see that they may not have as much time. Right. So, you know, but as a person for myself still in my 30s, like, I don't, I don't want to be, like, so forced in to make it seem like, oh, it just has the mess right now. And if it's not, if it, if it doesn't, if I don't get that spark at the first time that we have a conversation, the relationship's doomed. I don't want to feel like that. And dating shouldn't be mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my little whole, yeah, take on it. Okay, so well, now, Misha, you, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that I'm on the other end of the age bracket. And, uh-huh. again, it's about age level, you know, where you are. I don't have time to do all of that. I don't, uh-huh. I don't have time to be to get to know or, or, or play, you know, the tag game. I don't have time for that. I've already done that in my life. I've already done that. I've already got the T-shirts, the whole bodysuit, everything. So it's uh-huh. like now I'm at, at the point in my life, if a guy comes up to me and asks me, what is it I'm looking for in a man? He should already know that answer if he's on the same mature level where I'm at. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Makes sense. Now I gotta mm-hmm. say, I, I guess I'm right down the middle of the two. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like to be asked that question because when they ask that question, I say, "Don't worry about it. Let's just continue on, and we'll see if you were him or not." Now that might be a little too hard because some people look at me crazy, but don't worry about what I'm looking for. Just be you. And if you're what I'm looking for, then you'll know. If you're not, you'll know. Done. Um, but now on both ends of the spectrum, I guess, like I said, I'm down the middle because on some ends, depending on, and I, as I'm thinking about it, it's probably depending on the guy because some guys mm-hmm. I can look at and then from Mish and I'm, listen, I don't really care. Let's just have fun. You know, I'm not, right. let's just, you know, this is just, you know, entertainment purposes only, um, as Miss Elisa would say, entertainment purposes only. Um, <laughs> then there, and I, and I think, like I said, it depends on the guy. And there are some guys that, in my mind, especially you should be well, a little well seasoned. I want to know what are your goals in life? What is your focus? You know, where 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 do you see yourself moving in life? Are you just content with like you know you worked and now you want to sit and die somewhere or do you have aspirations to live to thrive to do i want to know those things and i guess also depends on mm-hmm. how 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 attracted to you i am if, i mean if i'm going to be honest yeah. depends on how attracted not necessarily sexually attracted but mentally attracted if i'm seriously so, mentally attracted to you mm-hmm. i want to know because there's something about you that's intriguing me to pull me to care about those things. And then, you know, so I, I guess I can go on both ends. I have to say that I have said a time mm-hmm. or two that I'm at the age where 
I'm old enough to know what I want, but still young enough to play the mm-hmm. game if I want to. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, I can, you know, go either way with with the whole situation. So it looks like we got another um, comment from a caller. Give me a second. Let's see. All right, let's see. All right, caller, you are live. Yes, ma'am. What you got for us? I think mine go both ways too. Like I feel mm-hmm. like if I got an ask you, I feel like if I got an ask you twenty one questions, then I already can see you're a type of person that don't really talk, and that's probably gonna throw me off because some people you don't have to ask every question by question. They're gonna tell you, you know what I'm saying, like how they feel or what they want and what they don't want. And then right. if I see if I gotta get to every little thing, I'm already gonna be for me as a woman. That's gonna be a red flag. I'm gonna have to ask them every little detail, cause I'm married to every little detail person. I got to say, did you walk to the mailbox, get the mail, and then turn around, come back? You will leave parts out the story, and that will make me think, hmm. If I gotta answer every question on question, and you know, this is a, a a date to get to know each other and everything. I want to know. I gotta. Like like repeatedly ask you every single question, then pretty much that sometimes I think that's not communicating right there as well too. Okay. Does that make sense when I did it? Yeah, yes, ma'am. You made total sense on that. Total sense. Total. So, I agree. So we got from from Miss Dietrich and where she's seeing the one of the breakdowns being communication. Mish, what do you see? It's one of the breakdowns in relationships. I don't think it's enough trust as well. Trust is like <laughs> communication is always a big thing too, but trust, I don't think with a lot of people with being damaged from previous relationships and just with, and it, social media takes a big play into it too, because, you know, I don't, we can, you know, try to, you know, downplay a lot of things as much as we want to but when we see the memes and Mm -hmm. all of these certain things it does get things rolling in your head and you know sometimes if we want to believe believe it or not sometimes we do tend to question things so when you do see a a meme say oh you can't trust a girl that wears such and such such and such and you might you know it might not dawn on you at that time like hey but you'll think about it like and that's what I think it all boils down to like it's not a lot of trust either we don't trust mm-hmm. people. Like, as soon as we meet someone, and I've seen a post, like, if I text you or you don't respond and such and such, then I'm automatically thinking you cheating. Like, what? Like, how does that work? You know, and like, you just met me, and automatically, if I don't text you back in a timely manner, you automatically assume I'm cheating. So I feel like that's, mm-hmm. like, that's another thing that leads to, yes, it's a big trust thing. Like, that should ought to be automatically be the first thing, with a, especially if this is somebody that you're meeting freshly, somebody that you don't know his past, he doesn't know your past, you're just trying to get to know each other. So then that goes back to the person and their previous, you know, relationships and what they've been through. But I don't think it's a, a, enough trust in relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, say you, what say you, Deirdre? Hmm. Well, I can say, you know, I do agree with her, you know, on that level. I've been I've been married for three years. I mean, I've been married three times. And um first marriage real young. We were growing up and we grew up to learn um each other. Second okay. marriage, 
more mature. Um, and then the third one was just a contract. Um, okay. So to save the love, you got, and I'm just trying to go back in my mind, trust. What breaks the trust? Because mm. something is something's unbroke the trust in there for you, or are you carrying it from another relationship? But there's mm. something. Each one, each one of them are different, so we can't put them all in the same category. And trust, let's trust ourselves first. Trust mm. ourselves, and when trust, and then as we trust ourselves around this person, we'll begin to trust that person more. Because as I said, my baby is in Nigeria. And, you know, missing the, the the phone calls, missing the texts, missing social media, like you said, I can agree with you 100% on that because it will plant that seed in your mind for distrust. Mm-hmm. Yes. So trust is a big thing, and once you get over the communication part of it, you have no reason to lie. Be real about mm-hmm. it, and that should be yep. communicated each time. Hey, you ain't got a lot of me. You know, I I can understand. We cool. We are adults. That's the most uh-huh. that's the most thing that we should look at it is that we are adults. So trust right. comes in because I'm gonna trust myself first. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. And you know what? And and I think you know what when you look at it that way too. Um, and and it it makes a lot of sense because there's something that cause an issue with trust. And it's not to say some people, oh, well, I just blindly trust people I just met. But at the end of the day, even if you just met them and you're getting to know them, you don't have a valid reason to not trust them. Right. So why mm-hmm. do you not trust them? What happened? Oh, nine times out of ten, it's something from a previous relationship that you say, oh, this mm-hmm. looks like the same pattern, so I'm going to act, mm-hmm. I'm going to take this as the same thing because this looks the same. Right. And that's not necessarily same. the case. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then well, you have to trust yourself. Mhm. That makes that yeah. makes that's absolutely. I mean, and it's not even hard to even understand that. It's just like, well, dang, you know, just think about it for a moment. You're, you know, I've, I've heard people say this. Oh, I went out with this guy a couple times. I don't know something about him I can't trust. Is it really something about him you can't trust? Like, right. What, <laughs> you know, what, what, like what? You don't even know him. You don't even know his. You just might have learned his last name. What is it about him you don't trust? Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, now let me. Okay, so this next question, I'm going to give you the background on where I, where this question is coming from. So um, y'all know my my son's father passed when my son was three. So that's been almost eight years ago. And out of nowhere, Thursday morning, I wake up very emotional, crying. Um, on and off, I just, you know, I fought back tears all day at work, um, in my car, ride home, crying. Just, just, I don't know. Like, I woke up missing him. Um, and in that, there was a lot of thinking happened, a lot going on. Um, you know, I had a couple of friends I was able to talk to, and, you know, one of them, he helped me understand. He's like, you probably never really mourned him. So I understood that piece. And in talking to him, it's like it almost knocked me, like, off my feet, figure of speech, that it hit me that I've heard people say you only get one real love in life. 
Um, and and everything else is just, it's not that it's not love, but it's not that one real one, not that, that one that just makes you feel like, feel like home. Um, now, I've mentioned this to a couple other people. Some people say I've actually even posted it on Facebook the other day. And I had one person say, you know, one person say, well, no, real love is always going to be, you get to experience it more than once. And, you know, a couple of people agree with that. And then I've had somebody tell me, no, you get like two of them in your entire lifetime. Then I've heard somebody say, nope, yep, it's just that one you get. What, what do y'all feel about that one true love, that one real love? And I've questioned it because, like I said, it's been eight years since his passing. And any of the other guys I've dated, had relationships, or even dealt with, because if, if it didn't last longer than six months, that wasn't a relationship. I was just, just dealing with you. Um, that's mm-hmm. just my thought on that. Um, they, they, it never felt like home, like he felt like home. Mm-hmm. It never, you know, it, you know, even the ones that were over here, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't him. It just wasn't. It wasn't him. And not that I was even consciously at that time comparing the two. Um, but as I sat and took time within the past couple of days and thought about it, they were not him. They didn't feel like home. They didn't. There wasn't that relief. There wasn't that escape from the world that he provided. So it made me think: Do you really, truly, only get one real love in life? And, to, and for me, for my mind, was he it? So what do y'all think about just getting one real love in life? Mm. That is a good question because, and, and and when you say that, I'm thinking about it, like what if that was your true love? And, and after, like you stated, of them eight years of him gone, you still haven't filled that void. So it's like you may come close to it. You may even, mm. you know what I'm saying? But it's like, will you really have that feeling that you, you, you know, you feel for your, for your your baby your son's father so it's it that is a good question <laughs> that is really a good question so it, it's it's so hard <laughs> because it, when you, it, say it, that, when it, you it, think it. about it and 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 that goes to say like when you think about the situation like with Lauren London and how she lost Nipsey Hussle like mm-hmm. you know to her you know maybe that was the 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 love that she experienced maybe you know once you you dated other people and then you get with that person that just elevates your soul and i'm and i'm not talking about your body your mind i'm talking about your soul you know what right. is that feeling of like you know it's it's just that you yearn for that person so it's like mm-hmm. will she do she ever feel like she'll ever find that again and i think that's hard because i don't you got to think like Everyone is not like that man, you know. Everybody would want to have that mentality, but who will really stand like that? So it it, it is hard to say. I don't. To me, I I don't think so. Like I don't. I feel oh. like if you do find someone, you may get it close, but you'll mm-hmm. never have that feeling that you had for your true love. Like that's a, that that's just an undying feeling. I don't think that'll be something that a, you know. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, I want to say first of all, I didn't know that, Shannon. I didn't know that. Oh, so I, I thought you did. No, I never knew that, and um, I want to say that he's always going to forever live through his son. Um, his future is bright. His father's future is bright, even though he's going on. Right. I look at it 
I look at it on a spiritual level. If mm-hmm. the creator gave me love once, he'll give me love again. We have to look at how the creator created us and love us and guides us through life. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel that he's gone, you know, but we're just still there with us. And I believe mm-hmm. that you will find love again. I do. What I believe that you are still in a mourning state. Um, I believe that absence of him has made your heart grow fonder. Um, and think and go back and be able to relate to all of the good times, bad times, wonderful times, great times that y'all had together. You have a son, mm-hmm. so you can never get this man because you're going to always forever look at his future. So, but I do think that you will have love again. You will never have that type of love and because that person is gone. The next person that comes along is going to want to express their love one way only, you know, differently. You don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to find somebody who you the same way he loved you, but different and better. Hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. We got a comment from you the call. Right. All right. Go and ahead. So go ahead, caller. I I think um you will find love in two different ways. Well, or in two different type of ways. I think when you say you asked the poll of of some people say you will find one love, two love. I think it depends on like in the morning way of how you feel about your your child father. I feel like sometimes we do things because we feel guilty. Like if we find other love, sometimes I think sometimes we feel guilty or we don't allow ourselves to get in that space because we don't want to be in that space of how we make it make us feel. Or uh-huh. in another sense, sometimes when we, find other love like if we broke up in a certain way not in like when somebody has a death way but if we break up and it's a bad way we don't want to move we don't want to move ourselves into a deep relationship because we don't want to feel that feel how we were feeling about that person or how it make us feel and how it make us vulnerable or or it, it can sometimes we'll just block our own self from loving somebody because we feel like it can mess up or it, it, it you know it, it won't uh-huh. What if I get in love with them and they're not in bad in love with me? You know, and so right. we, we, we block it, block the love that somebody's given us because we either haven't moved on from the other relationship or we scared to feel how it feels when, when the love do stop or don't stop. Or, you know, I think that's what we do sometimes. And that, that makes sense, too, that that, that could very well be um, – Something we do as well that makes sense. That does make sense. And sometimes um, I would think that if I was you, I would ask, I would, I would, I would talk to my child's father and say, like, you want to move on. Like, you might feel, you know, a certain way. Like, you might have to ask, or, you know, to to get that comfort that it's okay for you to love again. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, so different ways. Uh, Ooh. Uh, uh, can I elaborate on that? I want to make sure. sure I heard this correctly. I want to make sure I heard that correctly. Did you say ask her son's father? 
Yeah, you know, sometimes, I don't know, some people believe in speaking to spirits or, now. you know, however you want to put it. But I would, mm-hmm. I would um, ask for relief. I will, I would say, you know, I, I love you, but I, I'm ready to move on. You I want to find somebody for me, your son, and Amen. You I know, believe that. Watch over that and, one. You know, yeah. I would just talk to him. I think that would be a mm-hmm. good idea. I don't know. No, yeah. I support that one hundred percent. Simply because you you still in a sense know that your son is him. That's why I say right, right. that's his future right there. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. by your conversations having with Shannon, her son is very intelligent, very wise beyond his years. So when you said mm-hmm. at him mm-hmm. that hit it right on the head right there. Right. That hit it right there. Ask him. Yeah. Mm. That's it. That's it. That was deep. That was deep right there. Yeah, I mean, and that and that is something to absolutely think about. I never really thought about it that way. Um, that is that is definitely something that I could I could actually, you know, take a moment and think about, like, hmm, because it it is, and and I guess for me it was more so I hadn't thought about it, and I mean, like I said, it's been eight years, and I, I mean, and there were moments that I would cry and and, and think about them and stuff like that. And I think most of that at the point was for him, was for my baby, you know, just wishing that right. my baby had his father, you know, here with him. He's a boy. He's growing up. It would be nice to have his dad. I mean, he's got my father and my brothers. But, you know, it's still nothing like a, a boy with his father. There's nothing like that. Um, and, and I, you know, so I would, I would, you know, feel emotional, those things. But this just was like out of nowhere. And it just, it wasn't even about my son. It was about me and remembering, you know, different things and, and, and you know, understanding how it, 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 it shaped some pieces of me to this day. So I guess it called, you know, it caused me really to do some reflecting and healing, but I never really took the time to say, you know, I need to ask him to release release me. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that came to me while you were saying that, and it's like when you felt his presence, that's the reason why you were overwhelmed and you were crying because his presence was there, and she gave you the answer. His presence was right with you, and he was so close to you. And so he's ready for you to let him go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. That is something I have to I'm definitely have to, to reflect on, you know, after I I'll call and have to do some some praying and meditating and reflect on that one. Um never really thought about it that way, but definitely something worth considering and worth thinking about. So thank you ladies for, for that. I mean I was really just generally wanting the question, but it was it's it was necessary. It was needed and it was very helpful, so I appreciate that. Um but now I want to kind of switch gears, y'all. Y'all know, listen, I've I told, i warned y'all already where I like to go. <laughs> and so speaking of, you know, relationships and, you know, my son's father and what have you, every year, Jesus be with me, 
let me go ahead and put this disclosure out here. I'm sure somebody's not going to like what I have to say about this, but yeah, I really don't care. Um, and I'll tell you why I really don't care after I say what I have to say. So every year it seems to be without fail, especially across social media, all of these women hitting up other women saying happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day. They've even got cards for mothers for Father's Day. And I have to tell y'all, and, and this is just my opinion, I, I don't know what y'all feel on it, but it irks me to the very core of me on so many levels. One, to me, if this is a gender basis day. This gender is for men. This, this, excuse me, this day is for men. Bam, done. It is not to celebrate a woman. That's one. Two, I can't see sharing my father's day. This is a day to celebrate my father, my brothers that are fathers, my grandfathers, my uncles, all of these men that I have watched for real be fathers. Share it with a single mother. And and don't don't get me wrong. There are a lot of single mothers out here that are doing it and doing it well. Like I said, I'm single for real, for real. Not uh, not single mama because I don't, you know, we broke up and, and you know, he don't want nothing to do with me or I don't want nothing to do with him and I'm controlling none of that. I'm a single mother for real, for real, because there is nobody else. But I can't, I realize within myself there is nothing I can do to be a father to my 10-year-old son. I can only be the best mother I know how to be. And God knows I'm still learning that piece by piece every day. So to get out here and to say happy Father's Day to a mother, that's like completely asinine to me. Like, I mean, y'all tell me what y'all think. Am I am I maybe the only female in the world that really feels like a woman should also be able to celebrate Father's Day too? Because, I mean, let's truth be told, there are single fathers out here, and nobody is they're not looking for anybody to celebrate them on Mother's Day. So y'all mm-hmm. tell me, am I the only one feeling some, like, like, come on, ladies, stop this. This is some BS. <laughs> Let the man have a day. <laughs> I don't understand why. Why? I just don't know where we got to this point where, like, don't get me wrong. Yes, we have, it's nothing wrong with being empowered, being, you know, uh, wanting to be, you know, pushing and motivating women and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's just a day, ladies. Like, it's not going to take nothing away from you and what you do for your kids if you are a single mother. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just for the day, the day for the men that do take care of their kids, that are fathers to not just their kids, to other kids as well. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. So to just make it just all about, oh, I take care of my child, and I'm the mom. No, you're not the mom and the daddy, so I'm sorry. You're just the mother. Right. You can't be the daddy. <laughs> you know? Come on. Deidre, what just, say you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, I was raised without my father because he was promoted when I was six years old. So my mother okay. was the the provider. She was the mother in the house. She was still a housewife because my father provided for us even mm-hmm. in death. So my mm-hmm. mother didn't have to work. Now, I say all that to say this. Um, my children's father is the best baby daddy in the world. That's my ex-husband, my first love. Best. So I give him his day. Now, 
my cousin, which is um, has three children and three baby daddies. And for a long time, she didn't know who they were, so she was daddy. Um, and I used to say happy Father's Day to her. But she didn't know. Uh-uh. So uh-uh. now, say this to say, I said that to say this, they're on the ignorant side because they don't know who their baby daddy is. So they got to be both roles. Some but of see, them have sperm, okay. though. Okay, but see, even that. Just because, and and and, and let, y'all know how I can get I can get sideways. So y'all pull me back in if I go too far. But just because, Lord, and I'm trying not to say what I really feel. But just because you were, because you were loose with yourself, and decided yeah. that you wanted to to freak off with everybody and not use protection and didn't care about yourself, it just still doesn't make you a father. You're still only a mother. God did not give you the inclination of what it even is to think like a father. You can, I've watched my father have to sit up and think about not only his children, his wife, his home, his job, all the other stuff that a father, and I'm not even talking about a man, a father has to carry. The things a father has to carry and the worries a father has to carry that Mamas carry a lot of weight too, but we we often honestly neglect what the daddies have to carry. We often neglect that, and at the end of the day, a mother still can't carry both, especially not with boys. I can't carry the thought process of raising my son as a father to be a man. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know the thought process of a father to say I have boys and I got to teach them to be able to 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 take care of their home and to survive mm-hmm. and how I don't know those pressures of a father. So just because and y'all just excuse my language, just because you decided to be a whore does not make you a father. Let me just put that out there because it's God's honest truth. Let me tell y'all how frustrated I am with this because I've had this conversation earlier. There are women that seem to think that because they had these children, that, 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 that child is their means of control to that man. They think I can control him and make him do what I want because I have his baby. And then mm. what happens is you messed around and found the wrong man. And that man says, oh, this is the game you think we're going to play. This is not it. I'll leave my child alone just so I don't have to deal with you. And Mm -hmm. they've done it. And now you want to call him a deadbeat. No, 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 no. He's paying his child support. The only thing he's not doing is going to be bothered with you because you're going to make his life Mm -hmm. hell to try to spend time with his child. So that's on you. Mm -hmm. You're the deadbeat. You're the dead log on the line that's keeping him from spending time with his children. Then on the flip, yeah. you have the other women that think that, oh, I got the good good, because we all won't think our stuff is just that special. Now, you saw he was an <laughs> F-boy when you met him. You saw that. You saw he had kids that you was giving money to pay for. Not him, you were. And you thought that, oh, I'm pregnant with his baby, we're going to be a family. And he turned around and did the same thing to you that he did to to, to sis over there. So now you again in your feelings, and he a deadbeat. No, you brought that on yourself because you were stupid. You saw the signs. You saw. <laughs> okay, it. Shannon. I'm sorry. Shannon, come back. I'm go- okay, yeah. let me pull it on back. Come back. Come back. Okay. Come back. Come back. Come back. 
I'm coming back. I'm coming back now. I'm good. Okay. But Free. you get my point. But you get my point, though. But you get my point. Absolutely. Like, I can't go with this that you're calling your father because, honestly, some of y'all that, some of the women that are claiming this, it's all on you. You did this. Absolutely. And you can tell the idiocy, and as I stated before, all of them are ignorant. Mm-hmm. As we get older, and as you get older, you're going to see that one of two things, either we're going to reach back and help our future and let them know that this is not the right way, or we're going to continue to allow them to do what they're doing. There's no correction. There's, we're all scared to say, hey, boo, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Because we want to mind our business. But you see, I look at everybody around me that's younger than me. That's my future. Mm-hmm. And they're going to impact the future. So if we don't help and teach them what we know about values and who we are and what we have, then it's going to be forever lost. And the cycle is going to keep going and going. Because I guarantee you, the one that's buying those cars, making those types of cars, or calling themselves father or they baby on their baby daddy, their mama did the same thing. It's a generational thing. And we have to stop it. That's my hmm. opinion. When I see young ladies acting out of character or they saying certain stuff and I, I let them talk, 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 but then I give them something to think about. Why would you do that? What did that, what did what it made you look like is not who you are. But yet your mm. mama them doing it. Mm. That's not right. So somebody got to step up. Somewhere we got to say, we got to start conducting ourselves as ladies. I had a man to tell me last night I was a Proverbs 31 woman. I said, well, then that must mean you a Proverbs 31 man because that's who they talk <laughs> about first. <laughs> Bam. So, we gotta we got to teach our ladies the proper way, proper etiquette. I hear you. Yeah. That ain't good though, 'cause that means now you're stuck with a son you raising by yourself. That's nothing to brag about, really. And it ain't you. Right. Mm-mm. So well, let me see because I'll call her. Okay, and I call has a um well, it has a comment, so let me go ahead and bring it in. All right, you live again. Go ahead, honey. Especially when you have been on Facebook parading Father's Day for five years, and the first year you did it, you only had one child, and now you got two more kids from the same man that you parade mm. about Father's Day. Mm. So you ain't learned from the first baby, but you got the second and the third baby. Mm-hmm. Come, on, come on, come on, you know. <laughs> come on, but they're they not gonna, they not gonna talk about that child. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk about that. Sometimes when we mm-hmm. say that, sometimes well, not we, but sometimes when people say that they have a dad be baby daddy, but when you home having sex with him and he's not working and you're not on mm. birth control or you're not using condoms, I mean, you created this deadbeat baby daddy because you knew he wasn't working, and he hasn't been working mm. ever since y'all started having sex. Mm. So I don't know if they think when the baby pops, he magically become a working man, but that's how we Come want. On. Thank you, Sugar. 
But come on, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, I don't want to say everything I want to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm in that situation right now. I'm married to a man that I'm married to a man, and his baby mama plays him like a yo-yo. We ain't seen them kids in two years, and she bring them when she want to bring them. She take them when she want to take them. And this what really bothers me, and I'm going to really kill it all. She only bring one child sometimes, but he have two from them, and one only come one weekend, and sometimes the other one's always missing. So where's the other what? one? I don't know. What kind yeah. of game is she playing? Mm. And then she said the other one was at a child's birthday party. And I said, well, why did she not go? She said they're not in the same age range, but they're 9 and 10. So I'm like, hmm, okay. So she said the birthday party was at the grandma house. Now, we picked the other child up from the grandma house. So what grandma house she at? Her daddy other house? Her daddy other daddy? Or... What grandma house is? Hmm. We at your mama house picking up the other baby, so I'm confused. Yep. I would be confused. So I'd like to give you some free advice. I would like. Do <laughs> you know that those are his children? Because if one <laughs> come, both they come. never, they never got a DNA because they were. Oh no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We got to have some communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now that mm-hmm. is crazy. I would Girl, know, there would definitely be some questions being thrown around. And then, and, then, no. and that's my thing. And then women get mad when you question their permission. Like, excuse me. Like, I mean, now you want to be, you're feeling some type of way because I think you're a hoe, but you display these hoeish, you know what I'm saying, these mannerisms. And, and the so, thing about it, they got the voice from from her being messing with someone else. Wow. See, that ain't right. And that's you still with the same man. Mm-mm. Wow. And so Mm-mm. that's what I'm saying. I feel like women in those situations, like, if you know, like, it's just, it's just, to me, it's a, like they say the, the new world, the clout, to me, it's for clout. You just want someone to know that you're yep. supposedly this perfect mother that can be superwoman. Ain't nobody superwoman. I wish women no. started feeling like that. That's why y'all so run down now. And you're looking older than you are because you're trying to be superwoman. Ain't nothing wrong with letting, you know, things just, just being okay with if you can't get everything done. Like, it's it's not, your your world is not going to end. If you know, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing I think these mothers feel like they mother and father because you're providing your kids with these things. But what are you teaching them? You know, like, you can't teach your son how to stand over the toilet and shake. I mean, you just can't, mom. It's just not something that you can do, and that's that's just something. And me as being a mama, I encounter because I have to tell my son all the time, lift the toilet seat up. And he and his mm-hmm. dad is very well involved in his life. He, he, you know, he sees his dad. He know who his dad is. But I'm just saying that's the, and he stays with me. But that's just what I'm saying. That's just not something that I can teach my son. That's something that he has to be around his dad to let him know. Hey, son, when you go in there and, and pee, you need to make sure you shake. Like, come on. Yep. And it, and it just kills me. Like, yeah, you could buy your son all these things. Yeah, you're working all these hours to make sure 
you got a roof over your head and you're doing this and that's great. That's I don't understand why we feel like we should be rewarded for things that we're supposed to do for our kids. Now, that's just right. all this expensive stuff that you're going to buy, them, that's your choice. But keeping a roof, mm-hmm. a roof over your kids' heads, making sure they eat, and you're just you know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to do as a parent. What will make me happy is to see that your kid is displaying love and, and when he go, comes outside of your house. That your kid mm-hmm. knows, you know what I'm saying, the simple things of, of life and how to understand certain things. And, and you know what I'm saying? He's just not one of these kids. Like, that'll make me feel like, oh, my kid, she's raising her child right. Yep. But a lot of y'all can't yep. say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, come on now. Like, get a man, get let the men have their day. Stop trying to take away from things that you know that you that you can't do. You're not under there when you're plumbing, but you can't fix the pipes. And, you know, it may be little stuff you can do, but it's just things that us as women just let me to know that some things, are, you know, a man is supposed to handle, and that's just how I feel when it comes to just certain things. Not all things, but when it comes to raising a son, a man, that is something that only another man can teach a, another man. Absolutely, absolutely. I would agree. absolutely. I would, and even with even mm-hmm. with little girls, it's only certain things a girl can watch. Us, a, a man is supposed to be from watching her father. I mean, if right. we pay attention to it, if we pay attention, this is why we have so many dysfunctional little girls and all of this going on, and they don't mm-hmm. know what it is to be loved by a man because why they never saw their father love their mother or any woman yep. for that matter. They never saw, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, just, I applaud these men that get up and take their daughters on dates. Now, mm-hmm. I, I tell That's them, right. you know, I know a couple, and I tell them, I say, you know what? I feel sorry for the little boys that got to encounter her when she starts to date. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm joking about it, but it's a beautiful thing. Why? Because now she understands standards. She understands Mm -hmm. that it's not just my mama laying up here with five and six different men. This is life now, so now I'm going to do the same thing. No, my daddy taught me that this is what a man is. This is what a man looks Mm -hmm. like. This is what a man does. A man isn't just somebody to walk all over. A man isn't somebody to just use for his money and to do this, that, and the third to. This is how a man treats a lady. So for girls, it's important for her to even see what a man is supposed to look like. And for mm-hmm. that matter, we want to knock fathers and men that don't do this, but let's be real. Those psychotic, off-edge mamas do far worse damage than an absent father. Yep. And that's Statistics have shown that so an absent father mm-hmm. is is nothing has is nothing I mean nothing compared to a mother that's present but is poison to that child. There is nothing. You're right. She, she's the, the worst that there possibly could be. So Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, I probably went off the deep end a little because I told y'all no. it, gets, <laughs> it bothers me I, to I my core. I don't think so. These women I don't need think to hear so. that. I don't, yeah, I think, like, come at the end of the day, like, I just feel like it needs to be said, it needs to be heard. Ain't I, Listen, women, we're not trying to take nothing from you. I'm a woman. I'm a, I'm not so much a single mother because I do have my, my father's son in my life, but we're not together. But I just, I just can't see myself not appreciating him or taking something away from him on that day when I know. And don't get me wrong, everyone doesn't have that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. don't be that bitter, Betty. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, please don't be that woman. Let those mm-hmm. men have their day. And, and at some point, and you got to grow up and understand that, too, that you're not, all you can do is do what a mother can do for her child if you're a single mother. That's all you can do is That's try it. to raise your child a white way that you know how. But all that That's time, the, the mother and the daddy and letting your child hear that, and I just feel like that just puts that, just like you say, it, it sold seeds in kids, and, and it just makes them like, no, I just, I don't I do not do that. I don't even go down those lines or even talk bad about my child's father in front of my son. If I have to have words or exchange anything with him, I either go outside or sit in my car or do anything like that. I just and that's just for me as a parent. I choose not to portray mm-hmm. him in that way, whatever it is, you know. So yes, please women, let the man have a date on Sunday. Please. <laughs> please. God, it's just one day. Just what? I would you know, I would like to, you know, put a a cap on what Misha said. And that's absolutely perfect. We got to, um, I can say, being a divorcee and co-raising my children, and they're adults now. Um, I have a 28-year-old, I have a 31-year-old, and I have a 32-year-old. And I never, when my children said that they wanted to go and stay with their father, they went. And no hesitation. He came, always, they called him, oh, hey, your kids, want to, they want to come. He's there in six hours. We're from North Carolina. My children was raised up and down 95, and we wouldn't have had it any other way. It wasn't their fault that we weren't together. So we always made sure that we let them know they could go either way. So they are settled here, and their father's here, and they're still involved in their lives. They know that, and I got son-in-laws, two son-in-laws, and both of them know they have to live up to dad, financial mm-hmm. support, loving, caring, all the way around because he's that mm-hmm. awesome big dad. And I want to really say that Robbie Jordan is a great man, and he loves his children. So the girls always dated, but if they weren't measuring up, oh, I got time for him, he'll bomb dad. So I agree 100% with what y'all are saying. Let them have their day. The ignorant ones, we got to help them understand How? this concept. How? How? They don't want to listen. <laughs> well, first of all, we got to change our mentality of saying that they don't want to listen. Because if you plant a seed, it will grow. Whether they, the next time they come out their mouth and they say, oh, happy Father's Day to me, they're going to think about what you said. And that's how you stop it. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. So, ladies, listen. We have to teach better to know better. If we don't teach better, then they're going to remain ignorant. And it's time now to help each other. Because our men, our black men, have been beat down for years, decades. Amen. And guess what? We, as black women, are tearing them down more than white that. men is. So when are we going to be allowed to You're talking right. You know? 
I tell mm-hmm. I tell them hey, approach me as a king. Hold your head up. Understand who I am and whose I am. And if we don't start that trend, people think I'm crazy. But if we don't start that trend of treating ourselves as royalty, we will forever be in the back. I agree. So I Amen. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I mean, I go. Now, I, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with that. I do agree with that. This is like, because even for my son at 10 years old, I make sure that he understands now why I, I'll say queens and king because that is what people are accustomed to. But in all honesty, and most people don't agree with this, I, I to let my son know, honey, you are a god. You are a god. You are you you are unstoppable unless you stop yourself. No, there's not, none of that other stuff. So even every morning we have our affirmation, where he understands I am an unlimited being with unlimited potential. So there's nothing that can limit him because he has to understand, especially as, and and you hit on it, especially as a young black male, there are things stacked against you. There are things happening. Um, You know, even trying to get him to watch when they see us, I need him to understand what it is to walk in his shoes. You know, I need him to understand these are some things you might encounter. I had the conversation with him and my nephew last weekend because um, I actually heard, and I know these week I don't went way off topic again, but y'all again y'all know how this rolls. Um, my, I heard my nephew say to him because my baby's a little he's a little chocolate little my little chocolate drop, and so my nephew's a little lighter. So I heard my nephew call him his little black something something other, and before I realized that I snapped, and it wasn't even about it being my baby. It was about y'all black men. And if you think it's okay to sit here and say that to him because y'all are a different shade of black, I have a problem with that. Colorism is disgusting. I have a problem, and I had to explain to him, listen, nephew, if y'all get older, y'all both in the car driving, and if somebody came at you, do you think they're going to choose you over him because you're the lighter-skinned black? No, they taking both of y'all out. They don't care which is lighter, which is darker. That's not a thought anymore. You need to get out of the mindset that, oh, he's black and I'm light. No, baby, we're all in this together. We're all black Americans. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the shade, we have got to make sure that especially our men, our boys understand the stock that they that they come from. Understand that, let's be real and honest, this country was built on their backs, the backs of our ancestors, those men that were beat and raped and made to look like less than men in front of their women, all for this country, all for this, this foolishness. And so it, I have to, I mean, Deidre hit it right on the head. It is vital that we understand the, 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 the upbuilding of our men. I get so sick of hearing and seeing our own women bash our men. And then we wonder why they, they've been emasculated. That's why. That's why since the, since the beginning it's been the same situation, the same issues. And yet we, we, can't, we continue to go with it. 
You know, and, and how crazy is that? So, you know, Deidre, I have to say, I, I mean, you hit that one perfect. Perfect. My, like I said, my only difference okay. is, no, baby, you a god around this part. You a god and mommy's mm-hmm. a goddess. We, <laughs> but the way I see it, it's impossible for my creator to be the god and me not be a god. I mean, come on, that's just like Zeus or Hercules. Was not Hercules a demigod? Or only, only that, I mean, he was still god, mm-hmm. a god. At the end of the day, oh, yeah. I'm a god. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can keep that king of queen stuff. That's and this just my thing. <laughs> but my, you know, just the way I feel. You can keep that yeah. beneath me. That's too small. <laughs> I, I rule whatever you, whatever it is, a king or queen think they rule, baby. That's really mine. That's the way I have my mind set up. Well, I feel you on that, and I'm, I'm gonna give you that. But we gotta start somewhere. Cause right now they're yeah. running around here calling each other the N word. And the B word, right. you see. So we gotta put somewhere, put some pride in yourself. Represent yeah. who you are, you know. So yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely tell them that, you know. And we all gotta start somewhere. And I love how social media is saying how everybody is awoke. And waking up, I love how every it's funny, just pumping it out, pumping it out. That's what's going on with you guys' generation. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. We are the elders. We're getting to the point where, yeah, you know, we just wanna, we want things to be right, and we'll support. But you guys are rowdy, and you're you're demanding respect. And we gotta continue to demand respect. And it's all about communicating. We'll learn to trust you. Because I done told you how I feel, so you're going to respect me enough to understand, and then we move forward. That's in any relationship, whether it's a work relationship, whether it's church, social, any relationship to keep it positive. You know, when, then when it, if it turns another way, that's because somebody's not communicating and there's a lack of trust. This is true. I mean, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. So, but now I do have like just one more question because, um, and it's still within line with men and women, children. It's, it's still all lines up together. But I know I'm not the only one that's noticed this struggle of power between men and women. Where do you think that started? And how when? can, if possible, how how can we we begin to 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 kill this struggle? Um, okay, so I'll take the rain because I'm older. All right. I feel that, well, really, I feel that when women started taking the rain and being the head of the household, they started devaluing the men. The men would run from house to house, you know, in some places, or even they were just living in separate places, but the woman had to mm-hmm. be strong. I referred to myself earlier as a Proverbs 31 woman virtue woman. That's because mm-hmm. I'm, I have the wisdom and the knowledge to be able to run a household plus a business, take care of what I need to take care of outside of the home as well as inside. But i got to mm-hmm. have a partner that's equal with me to do the same thing. Most of the time, because of lack of communication, we don't have that equal partner. We're unequally okay. yoked. So, therefore, that causes destruction 
in our home. We're not communicating. We're not trusting. He's going on with another family because a woman understands him, so he done created another family over here. Mm-hmm. Now he realized that he done made a mistake, and he want to come back over here, and we are women accept that. Now guess what? We all are blended family. It takes a grown-up to be a blended family. A mm-hmm. woman who is definitely in tune to who she is, and that's me. Because my ex-husband married the woman he cheated on with me, mm. raised my children with her. Mm. They still are all mm. still a happy family. But yet, I gave him all his accolades because he is a man. And I understand where we were. So it's all about communication, trust, mm-hmm. and all the way back around. When we make our children to understand about our blended family and the love that we had in there. Therefore, now that has done went on into our future. So we must understand it's not about us anymore. It's about our future. It's about your children. It's about y'all because y'all are my future. Because my children is the same. Our foundation hmm. must be respect. Okay. Does somebody have a TV or something on in the background? So we're getting a lot of background noise. Oh, okay, there it is. So, Misha, so Misha, what do you feel about that? Like, like, where's this? Where did this struggle of power start? And and can we possibly fix it? Um, honestly, it's something that's been in play for a while. You know, it goes back to the civil rights movement when women fought men for power and now they finally get, it's just always been, it seems like it's always has been that, that, that struggle for a woman just to want to be heard or just want to be made, basically feel like she can do what a man can do. And I feel like that has always been a struggle since since before we were born, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. honestly, to change it, I think we just have to change it as us as people just starting to look within ourselves and just understand that it was put into, it was, it's it's supposed to make it seem like, oh, you can be an independent woman to break up homes, but we do need our men. We do need our Absolutely. men here to help us raise these kids. We need our men to love us. We need to love our men. You know what I'm saying? So I just mm-hmm. and then a whole a whole thing with that Me Too movement and with the I feel like that started a big uh, uh, it was just even it was worse but this made it even worse and don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not saying anything if you know there were there are the women that have went through sexual trauma with men sexual abuse and I'm not saying I feel like those women should be recognized but it is some women out there that are doing this for their own personal gain that have mm-hmm. tried to trap men on their own personal gains because it's oh, well, I know you have this and, oh, you didn't want to do this or how I wanted to portray it. So it has been this entrapment thing to me. I feel like we trap out, they, you know what it is, so you decide to play along with the game. And then now that you see it's something that you can probably maybe 
you know, get some money off of it. Now you want to take right. it another level. So I feel like the Me Too movement and and that started a whole a, this whole struggle thing and with the you know I can be able to say this about a man and I and I mean don't get me wrong I just and me as being a mom and having a son like that's scary to me to know how and boys are boys like you know you may meet a girl you may like her things may not go like how they is and you may didn't try but it may be perceived another way and now look you got a case right. and you, so to me I just I feel like that has been something that's been a struggle for for a very very long time now I feel the only way to get a hold of it is we have to start to recognize who we are we are the one men we carry the men you know what I'm saying mm. so at the end of the day baby they gonna revert back to us anyway <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying we you know so we created them mm-hmm. so to 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 sit up here and try to just get this accolade or just wanna baby I, I to me I can't it doesn't make me feel a, a type of way because I know the power that I have in my womb I know that baby we carried you you came from me you know so mm. there's nothing there's no no more way I can feel like I, I I'm the warrior. I walked around with a, a whole human being inside of me. There's nothing that a man right. can tell me or make me or make me Come feel on. a type of way when I know, you know, understand what it is my body can do. So, to and that goes back to to the whole father, the, the women being. So for me to try to take that from a man, uh, I just can't see myself doing that. So I just feel like in order to get all of that under control, we got to start looking at ourselves as women and realizing who we are, that we created them. You know what I'm saying, baby? They're going to revert uh-huh. back to us anyway. So to, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? we just got to get a hold on who we are and, and stop with the whole, oh, we can do everything. We, baby, we know we can do everything, but it's some things that we shouldn't have to do. That part. Oh, wow. We shouldn't want to have to do things. Right. So, honey, God is my God is my witness. If man in the house, I will not take out no garbage. I'm just you saying. Please, girl, I'm I just taking out my own garbage. Girl, I'm not taking out the trash. Girl, I'm not taking out the trash. I'm not doing it. But you know, but I mean, you, you, I mean, you, 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 you almost preached there. I almost had to get your offering plate in a minute here. I know, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's some real talk. That's some real talk. And I mean, and, and, and the point you brought up even about the Me Too movement, even with we're going to fight the sexes, you know, we're going to women this, women that, then I'm all for equality all the way around, whether it's men or women. And, you know, we have the Me Too over here with the women, but then you have people like Cardi B sit up and tell the world that, yes, yeah, I drugged men to rob them. And you might have saw three or four memes circulate about her, but nobody went in as heavy as they did about R. Kelly. Nobody went as heavy as they did about Bill Cosby. And people can dislike me all they want for saying that, but at the end of the day, it's no difference. Actually, it is. Bill Cosby never forced that girl to take anything. He gave it to her, and she stuck it in her own mouth. But Cardi exactly. B gave these men stuff with them not even knowing. They didn't know they were drugs. So I don't understand, you know, we if we're going to be women rule the world and, and, and the future is female, then female and women need to step up and take accountability the same way we want these men to. Because it's no different. Absolutely. The same way men have been raping women forever, women have been doing that same kind of mm-hmm. stuff to men forever, exactly. too. 
It's the same it thing. Have. Same thing. Just you ain't the mm-hmm. first person just to do a, it. It won't mm-hmm. be the last. It's and just the imagine biggest problem, how many women are killed. Yeah, it's not cute. They men, they husbands for insurance policy Thank money. You. Thank you. You think Madea just made that up? No, boo, that's the real thing. Poison they food and kill them and, uh, and poison them slowly every day, a little more poison, a little more poison, so that, until they die so you can get that insurance policy. Come on, that's real hmm. stuff. That is not just no movie play stuff. That's for real. They do that stuff for real around here. So, like, why we can't, why we, we want these men to be held accountable for everything, but the women won't be held accountable. I'm all with it, hmm. but let's all make sure we're accountable for every for the actions we do. Nobody should be above the next. Nobody mm-hmm. should be above the next. That's just how I see that. So, yeah, let's be the future, be female, but let's be the future as female on the right angle, which is probably all of, again, we covered this uh, two weeks ago, probably with some of the reason why this abortion stuff is going into effect. Yes, yeah, they 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 finna get y'all behind for some of this stuff. Oh, the future female, huh? Okay, <laughs> let us show mm-hmm. you for real who running what's going on around these parts. We let y'all go far enough. It's enough now. That's the way I see it. Yep. So baby, it do feel like an all-out war on women. Say what you want, but it feel like an all-out war on women at this point. But that's just my opinion. But ladies, our time is is coming to a close. Do y'all have anything that y'all would like to tell the people to leave them with for tonight? Anything you want to just leave on their mind? Deirdre? Okay. Um, well, I just want um, everyone, you know, just to just think about how you want to be treated and do it two times more when you are in a relationship or approaching a relationship. If you want positive, give positive. And um, know always, be truthful, no matter what, Mm -hmm. because right now there's no time to play games. Just be truthful, you know. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's about the best I can say, you know, as far as that. Always remember to... Plant a seed with someone. Leave a word of wisdom. So it gives them something to think about. Even when you think that it may not do anything, it just may. So say something. Don't be, you know, sometimes. But anyway, I do want to say thank you for having me on tonight. Um, I hope I did say something to you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely you Uh, did. Thank you. Absolutely, yes. and we would we got yeah. we gonna have you back, girl. Don't worry about you. You'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't know that was coming, huh? You you'll be back. <laughs> oh well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I do want to say um, about jerk for love. Yes. Wait. Well, hold on. Let's we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back. Okay. Let me get Misha's last oh, word, right, right, and then I want right. that to be like mm-hmm. the last thing they hear before we shut down. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, Misha. <laughs> Hi. Um, my thing is just put in put out what you want to receive. That's it. My thing and another thing I've been big on myself lately is about accountability, being accountable for how I react. Not even how somebody treats me anymore. It's just how I react to things. I think if we can start to just take more accountability of how we deal with things or how we take things, I think people will be a lot better off. So that's all I wanna leave people with. Just think about 
how you would make a person feel in a certain situation, how a person would feel in a certain situation. So my thing is just accountability. Awesome, soft, awesome, soft. Thank you, ma'am. So my last, my few words here, um, I think the ladies pretty much covered it. Definitely treat people how you want to be treated. Um, and, and, and I'll even step out a little further and, and don't look for the status quo or don't look for what somebody tells you a relationship or raising children or any of those things should look like. You have to define all of that for yourself. Define it for yourself. Define what love is for yourself in your relationship. Define what's acceptable in your relationship for you, not based off of what somebody told you a relationship is supposed to be or how he's supposed to treat you or how the roles are supposed to be or whatever the case is. Live your life the way that, that suits your soul. Um, for those that don't know, FLY actually stands for finally loving yourself. So any kind of conversation that brings awareness or enlightenment to you, that's loving yourself into a place of knowledge. That's loving yourself into a place of understanding and growth. So in loving yourself, you understand that I live my life on my own terms. And that be in relationships, that be in raising children, that be in 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 power, struggle, whatever it is, define it for yourself. Define it for yourself. But I can tell you this, when you're doing it from a place of love, it will align with the more conscious spirit of growth that surrounds you. So always move in love. Move in a spirit of loving myself is loving someone else. So the things that I choose I know won't hurt anyone around me. So love you to your core, and I promise you'll attract somebody that's going to love you to your core the same way. So having said that, um, Deirdre, take us, let us know how what how they can get to Jerk for Love. So just real quick, y'all, Jerk for Love is Deirdre's baby. That's her baby um, where they cook and smoke food um, for for charity. So Deirdre, real quick, give us a, give us give us the rundown on that. Okay, um, so Drink for Love is a nonprofit organization, and our main mission is to aid and assist working families. We actually sell lunches, prepare lunches, and we smoke chicken, salmon, shrimp, turkey wings, just about anything anyone wants. I can smoke it, and I have a unique way of doing it. And that's where the Jerk for Love comes in at because I just love to smoke food. And the food is full of love. And I love to see people eat. So I do have a page on Jerk for Love on Facebook. Um, they can reach out to me there and um, inbox me as well, Deirdre um, Legron. And um, hopefully we can eat some food together. And is it jerk for love or the number four? It's jerk number four love. All right, y'all. So it's jerk number four love on Facebook. Go find it. Um, Misha and I both can attest to, um, which I don't even know she had a Facebook page, so go figure that. But uh, me and Misha and I both can attest to mm-hmm. um, those smoked shrimp, honey. Yeah. Because that makes me hurt somebody. Guys. Make you want to hurt somebody. So, yes. so definitely go check, so go check them out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Check her out. Check her out. But, 
Y'all, it's been it's been fun. It's been real. Thank you to our callers that called in and, and had comments to add to the conversation. That is always welcomed and enjoyed. So thank you so much for that, ladies. Thank you for taking a, a hour and a half out of your day to talk to us and to, to hopefully get get some understanding across the board somewhere. Um so Y'all know y'all will be back, right? Y'all do know that. If you didn't know, you know now. Of course. Um, so, <laughs> so we will have you back on the show. Um, we'll get all that piece together. But in the meantime, y'all keep loving yourselves. Y'all take it easy. Be good. Love on somebody else. And, hey, last thing, let fathers have this Sunday. Please, if you don't say anything else anybody <laughs> to every single mama you know, let them have their day. Just let them have it. All right, y'all? So I love y'all, and y'all yes. keep it keep it breezy. Y'all have a good night, and until next time, love y'all, mean it. Later. Excitement. Riveting. Love. Forgiveness. Shy. Shy. Dark. Fly. 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 Radio. Radio.